Hello, this is Peter Woolfolk. First, let me say thank you so much for being a listener. Now, I want to alert you to our shiny new podcast website located at podpage.com. However, you can go directly to the podcast site located at www.publicrelationsreviewpodcast.com. There, you can contact me through email. You can leave a voice message. You can leave a review. You can read an episode blog and frequently learn about the podcast guests. You might also want to suggest podcast topic ideas or even suggest a guest. You can also let me know if you would like to receive our podcast listener logo that you can post on your social media. So I look forward to hearing from you about our new podcast website, www.publicrelationsreviewpodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening to the Public Relations Review Podcast and have a great day. Welcome. This is the Public Relations Review Podcast, a program to discuss the many facets of public relations with seasoned professionals, educators, authors, and others. Now, here is your host, Peter Woolfolk. Welcome to the Public Relations Review Podcast and to our listeners all across America and around the world. Now, we are ranked by Apple as being among the top 1% of podcasts worldwide. So let me say thank you to all of our guests and listeners for this special recognition. Now, question. Have you, as public relations practitioners, begun to explore the use of artificial intelligence in your public relations projects? Opportunities exist for storytelling, press releases, announcements, media relations, and more. AI video brings added attention to your projects. I personally am now a disciple with uh, AI video simply because I use it to promote my individual podcast episodes and the podcast generally. So joining me today from London, England, is Matt Kershaw, Vice President of Strategy with DID Creative Reality Studio. Matt, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Great to be here. So look, why don't we start by you telling us exactly what DID does and how the users of it can benefit from your activities over there. Sure, absolutely. So DID is the leading platform to create what we call digital humans uh, and do it in real time. So they, you can create videos. You can take a picture, um, you know, upload an image, or use one of our ready-made avatars, uh, add text to it, and what it will create is a, a video, a talking video, presenting whatever content you want it to present. And because we can generate animations really, really quickly, like uh, 100 frames per second, four times uh, real time, what that also allows us to do is create these digital human avatars that you can interact with. So you can also, you know, create your website or your press release, you know, as well as just giving, say, an example would be sort of just releasing a press release. You know, you might have a bunch of Q&As that live behind that. And now your avatar can be available to two journalists for them to quiz and ask questions and, and hear it from the avatar. So instead of just a, a, a normal press release, suddenly it becomes an interactive experience. Uh, for those people to 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 interact with. Mm-hmm. 
Now, have you uh, have people actually come to you, and have you actually seen some of the results of some, let's say, customers or people who have said, "Yes, I did it," and look what we've done? What do you think about that? Yeah, we have um, lots and lots of users kind of around the world. I think um, the, you know having the ability to create content on the fly, like re really rich, engaging video content is obviously one of those things that lots of different, you know, has really, really broad applications. But actually where we really focus is on the kind of marketing and sales uh, side of thing. We, we know from, you know, from, um, from a lot of studies that, you know, video is much more likely to get attention. People are much more likely to, to watch video than they are to read text. Mm -hmm. We know, again, from uh, other research that faces are really compelling. They, they you know, they just get more attention. So that's again really super useful in the kind of marketing, you know, uh, communication space. And the other thing that's really interesting about these human avatars is you can, you know, they can be really, really representative of uh, and diverse, and you know, really represent the audiences you know maybe you're trying to do, to reach and and talk to in a hundred, you know, in any language really. And we 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 support 120 languages. Um, so and that's the other thing is we know that where the presenter kind of is you know it's right for the audience the information is better retained you know again mm -hmm. there's been a lot of um um kind of research into this space so yeah there's just something you know if you want trying to uh, sell you're trying to get people to learn something you're trying to get them to engage better with your brand it's better with a human avatar you know what, what comes to mind as i listen to you say that particularly there are some organizations that it might be most appropriate for the president or chairman of the organization to speak to it. I mean, it could be announcing a new piece of equipment or program or that you've had an emergency and, and uh, he needs to be, he or she needs to be heard from that. Uh, Cause I've seen that um, those individuals, those being a, a, a chairman give, you can feed the photo into the system and it converts it into an avatar. So that it looks like it's actually speaking and then actually yeah. upgrade his voice, upload his voice, and it trans and uh, you know it it captures all of that. So it really looks like the the president or chairman is actually speaking when it's really he's a, he's become an avatar. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, one of our customers, uh, I can't kind of say who they are, but they're a large, you know, multinational insurance company. And what they do, they they've um, turned you know five or six of their most senior management into avatars. That can then give uh you know communicate in this case mostly internally but it means they can do it in multiple languages as well mm -hmm. so that's it becomes super useful where you have a, like an international footprint you know to to and it, it needn't just be your you know your ceo a lot of brands and a lot of companies have now have ambassadors who talk for them they have you know deals with i don't know um, sports stars and typically you only have access to that that person you know maybe you know, a few days a year, one or two, three days a year. Now you can, you know, uh, but by working with them and spending a couple of hours capturing their, capturing some video, capturing their voice, you can turn them into a 24 seven, three, six, five experience, you know, that you're, you know, that, that will do communication on behalf of your, your brand and your company. You know, that, that raises an interesting question. And let's just let's stay with sports figures that you do have them uh, under contract to, to be a spokesperson for you. I, this might be a little bit out of, out of the uh, realm, but do you pay them individually for each separate 
AI video that they do. How would something like that work? Yeah, I mean, I think this, I think we're at the really interesting boundary. There's so much new technology and new ways of doing things. I think they probably the um, you know the contracts haven't necessarily caught up with that. So I don't think there is a kind of set way of doing it. Mm-hmm. But uh, and obviously you couldn't just use that spokesperson's likeness and their voice, you know, without agreeing it all up front with them. But right. you know the value in that, it, it, you know, they don't have they don't have to do any more work. You're still you're only taking a very specific part of their time, a you know, a limited amount of their time, and then and then you're getting you know a lot more back, and you're getting a lot more bang for your buck from that. And obviously, yeah, you I'm sure the negotiation would be end up you would have to pay them extra, but. I very much doubt it would be a, a multiplier of three six five, right? You wouldn't have to, you know, because they're not they're not making any further effort than what you know what they put in the first place. So, I think in a way it's kind of a win win situation. They're getting probably a bit more money, but you're getting way more value out of that partnership mm-hmm. than than you would have otherwise. You know, one of the things again, as I sit here and I'm looking at something that says basically press releases, because nine times out of ten we write a press release, particularly if it's talking about uh, an, an, a physical object, we send a photograph of it. But now we can actually have uh, video of it and someone standing beside it, or however they can conjure up where someone is actually the, the avatar is actually speaking and reciting all of the. Uh, benefits of, of having this particular device whereas as compared to just seeing a photograph of it yeah absolutely i mean we now have um get another one of our customers is a, a major uh, global uh, telecom business and they uh use our technology in retail to, like to create these like kiosks where people you know what it's like when you're when you're buying a phone or you're buying a contra- mobile contract there's a lot of detail and a lot of you know, fiddly questions that people want to ask. So they've created a, a basically like a kiosk in store. People can go up to it and, and speak to the, the digital avatar and get the information they need. And that frees up, you know, the, 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 the store staff and the store representatives to deal with, you know, the, the, more, um, the more important job of like, you know, actually selling and, and client closing deals rather than just providing information. So yeah, there's all sorts of ways this technology, I think, can can be used and you know to make all our lives kind of richer and better. You know, uh, that also brings up, part of it, I think again about thought leadership because that is a, a big issue right now in terms of getting particularly leaders of organizations or companies to be perceived as or seen as thought leaders. So now, rather yeah. rather than just writing an editorial piece. Uh, we can now actually have them speaking by way of an avatar wherever and whatever we need them because that's available because once you write the information, you just feed it into the computer. It it does whatever it does, and there's an avatar of him saying those very words, yeah. <laughs> and he's, he's somewhere else. <laughs> Absolutely, and, you know, as I said earlier, we know that people are much more likely to watch a uh, video than they are probably read an article. You know, so you can grab their attention, grab them initially on, on, with some video. If it's of interest to them, they're going to go and read the article deeply. If they're really interested in and they have follow-up questions, they can then ask CEO or your thought leader, you know, questions, follow-up questions. So it becomes a really rich kind of experience that you can create around, uh, you know, these thought leadership pieces. And, and it kind of, it's like, it's like true storytelling. You know, you're engaging people initially, 
you're giving them some really rich information and then you're allowing them to kind of quiz you. I think that's a, a kind of feels like a really natural process of how we engage with stories and information much more than here's an article, you know, read it or don't read it, mm-hmm. you know, and expecting people to spend their time doing that. Now, in terms of background, does your setup have an opportunity for people to set up particular backgrounds uh, of their own or their stock backgrounds? How do you handle that? Yeah, we have um, so we have kind of different kinds of avatars. Uh, like I said, you can upload a single image. So obviously, if that image has already the background you want in it, or you know has your logo in you know in view, or maybe your the person is wearing I don't know, a t-shirt with the logo on it, that that would work. The alternative would be use one of our ready-made avatars. They've been filmed on a green screen. So again, you can put put a background image in, you can put your logo in, you can make all the text, put text up on the video and, and that be uh, in your company, you know, colors, whatever it might be. So yeah, there's full branding available depending on, on you know, the version you want to go with. You know, another thing as I'm sitting here thinking because uh, companies, uh, organizations, a lot of them have newsletters. And some of those newsletters are just circulated maybe within the company or maybe they'll send them out to a broader audience as well. That sounds like an ideal opportunity because now that you can manipulate the backgrounds and even change individual people, it does not have to be one person speaking all the time, the creativity begins to kick in as you develop uh, opportunities for AI uh, videos. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think there's a couple of things on that. One is, you know, in terms of newsletters, they're not very personalized, are they? It might say at the top, you know, hi, Peter, hi, Matthew. <laughs> uh, it might use your name, but that's it. Basically, everyone gets the same content. With our system, you know, you can completely completely personalize it. So, you know, part of your newsletter might be have an introduction from you or your CEO or spokesperson, and they're saying, they're saying in the video, hi, Matthew, hi, Peter, uh, hi, Matthew, you know, I see you're in London, uh, you know, they can mention your location, they can mention the, the time of day, they can talk about the weather, you know, they can really, you can make the video personalized in a way that we're only ever used to possibly seeing uh, text personalized. And again, that creates more engagement, richer, you feel like, you know, there's a wow factor to it, it's like, oh my God, you know, they, they've created, they've literally sent me a personalized video, how many, you know, and you can create hundreds of thousands of these, millions of them, kind of on the fly using our tech. So, there's some really, really interesting ways, you know, we could really revolutionize this space. Have we missed something that uh, perhaps has been very unusual that somebody has asked to produce for you or you could produce for them that you've been able to do that's been outside of the normal way of things that we might have talked about? You know, something unusual that might have come, yeah. come down the pike and said, uh, can, can you help me make this happen? So... Yeah, we, we are building out the tech and to do more and more and more clever stuff. So right now it's you know relatively static. You, you see a presenter and they're, they're talking to you. Where we're moving to is, you know, technology that allows you to film, you know, movement. I, I, you know, I have a, you know, a demo video where I've filmed in my garden and I, you know, just using my wife just had a mobile phone on me and I'm literally going in circles. And then we're able to use our technology to bring that to light. I'm silent, but in the video that we output from DID, suddenly I'm talking. So suddenly, the ability to create these videos of you know your spokesperson or your CEO or whoever it might be, 
walking down while they're walking down the street or while they're looking at the product and talking about the product, pointing to the product. Mm-hmm. Now, these are all things that are like going to become absolutely real just in the next, you know, next two or three months. So yeah, this rather than it being right, you know, kind of quite a static situation, someone's looking at you and talking in one position, the ability to be moving while it's happening, I think is going to open up a you know, huge number of possibilities. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm just thinking again, because uh, we talked about newsletters, but uh, again, it's, it's creativity that really gives you the, the, the opportunity to make things different and keep people engaged in, uh, using this AI video because I'm sitting here thinking, uh, I remember years ago I uh, was doing some work for a hospital and um, they had the standard newsletter that they put together and sent out every, uh, I think it was every week. But because hospitals have a lot of film and video and so forth, mostly for use for uh, operations, I suggested, well, wait a minute, why don't we go around and use the video to look at all the things that are going on in the hospital that people don't know about and and send it over the hospital system once a week so people can see. I'm beginning to yeah. think, you know, here's AI, uh, this AI video, a lot of opportunities we can do those kinds of things because, you know, some companies, people only work in one division and might not have any idea what goes on in other places in a, uh, a company. So I think the imagination is uh, almost unlimited uh, in, in these circumstances. Yeah, I would say, I think, um, and, and again, this language issue, you know, um, swap out, you know, you record someone filming in English, but like we can auto translate it, you know, using sort of kind of dubbing technology into say Spanish. If, you know, some of the, some of the people, the users and the, the viewers are Spanish speaking, you know, bring, bring, making the content beyond the terms of the user, mm-hmm. the consumer is like, you know, it's, it's gold dust. Pe- people are so much more likely to watch, consume, remember content, that kind of meets them halfway. That meets them on the, you know, the grounds where they 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 want to they want it to be. So, yeah, I think um, you know we've talked about you know answering queries in real time in showrooms. We've talked about uh, you know internal you know internal usage. I think there's a load of stuff around you know uh, like turning them into assistants to help help people you know almost like concierge services or. You know, helping them understand—I don't know—you know, the, the a product they're buying. I think, in terms of you know the, the press release, I think there's a, there's a really interesting piece around relationship with uh, media professionals. A lot of the time, when you're talking to you know you're in a PR team, you're talking to publications. You know, they are busy. They are busy people. Journalists are busy. Mm-hmm. They're moving around. They've got hundred, you know, hundred other PRs trying to get hold of them and talk to them like to be able to cut through with something really you know new and innovative and different and you know video based i think is super interesting and personalized so you know everyone's used to getting just generic videos but if you can get a video that's talking to you specifically think how much more likely you are to engage with that story well, I, I can say for personally i mean 100% uh, that would be a huge improvement and uh, I certainly do, will be looking at opportunities for that. And, and I've got some projects coming down the road there where that would absolutely fit in where uh, they can actually hear from the, the head of the organization and then actually see some photos of, of visuals of what will uh, be uh, taking place. 
and the fact that I can personalize it so that it'll can say, well, fine, welcome, Matt. I want you to take a look at this and do that for each individual reporter. And I'm sure that we've got an excellent amount of response from that. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm sure. I'm sure that's right. It's just anything where you need to cut through, you know, and have more engagement, which, let's face it, I mean, name, name an industry where, where there doesn't need that, really. Um, th- these digital avatars are going to help you do that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a really, really interesting, yeah, really, really interesting space. I mean, we're, um, you know, we, we have a, a studio, kind of self-serve studio, so you can come to d-id.com, check out our studio. You can sign up, you know, you can sign up for free, try it out. If they like it, also there's sort of paid plans. But, you know, I think a lot of this space is about trying it. I think we're all, there's, there's so, it's been such a revolution happened in the past, year to 18 months around all this generative AI stuff. But I think people, it's, I think what people need to do to make the most of it is just get involved, like, like try stuff out, see how it works, you know, get involved with it, give, you know, try experiments inside, work with colleagues to kind of, you know, create little tests, uh, do some tests around it, see what works, because it really is mind-blowing the kind of, the range of things you can do, it's almost too much. So I, my advice would be like, you know, like, try it out, Give it a go, see see how it could work for your organization, and see see how you can use it. Well, you know, I agree with that. And let me add to this: it's how simple it is to do that. It is not difficult. You know, you basically there's a box up there that says to type in what it is you want to be said. Uh, you go and pick the avatar you want. Not only the avatar you want, then you can go down a little further, and there's the language whether you want male, female, whatever language it wants to be in, and click that button. So. It's so yeah. simplistic that uh, it's, it's probably a, a bigger mistake not to use it than, uh, uh, than than trying to use it. Yeah, it is. It is as you said. It's really a kind of one, two, three kind of process. Do this, do that, do that. Click done, and you know you've got your video in in under a minute usually. We also have a mobile app. I mean, the mobile app's even you know slightly slightly easier even, uh, and then, and that of course you can use on the go. So you know you see an amazing you know, picture or you're out with someone, you want to, you know, create that video right there and then. You don't have to wait until you're in front of a desktop, you know, use the mobile app. Or we also have plugins into uh, PowerPoint, Google Slides, Canva. So you can, you know, use this uh, capability kind of in your workflow. So if you're already in PowerPoint or Google Slide and you're making a presentation and you think, well, it'd be great if this presentation could present itself, you can go straight to the plugin and, you know, the DID plugin and, and uh, you know, create video for the for the presentation. So you don't even have to be there when you present the video. The video presents, sorry, the presentation, uh, you know, presents itself. And maybe at the end of the presentation, there's even a Q&A. So if people who've, who've seen the presentation got a lot of questions, they can ask your your agent, your, your, your um, digital human agent. So, yeah, I think this is... Um, you know, fascinating space. And, and like like you said, it's very, very easy to try it out. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's what got me hooked, the fact that it was difficult and the fact that you can go back and correct mistakes. And that once you do it and you find, oops, wait a minute, I, I said something on this, something on you can actually go back and redo it and, uh, and work on it until you get it where you want it to be. So my suggestion is not to fear it, just to get in there, roll your sleeves up and give it a go. I mean, that's right, the... the the barrier to entry is so low and so cheap that well, it's one of the major benefits, actually. Is what you end up, Imagine you're in a situation where you actually had to go to a studio, you had to film, you had to find some talent, 
You had to find, you know, a camera person, mm -hmm. do all the editing, all that. And then it turns out that some of the information you've conveyed is slightly wrong. You've got to go right <laughs> way back to step one, find the studio, right. <laughs> find the talent, etc. Well, this is like, oh, do you know what? I didn't quite, they didn't quite say what I wanted them to say. Mm -hmm. I want to change the script a bit. Change the script, press the button, do it again. Yeah. You know, and, and you can iterate uh, multiple times. But the, the, you know, the, the opportunity cost of doing, making a video is just, radically changed by this uh, technology. Mm -hmm. Well, Matt, is there anything that you think that we should know that we have not covered? Um, I mean, there is one thing, uh, uh, you know, yeah, one really big area, actually, which we, we really focus uh, a lot of our time and energy on, which is around kind of the responsible use of AI. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we've been, we've been in this space for six years, and we've developed our kind of ethics pledge, you know, three years ago, a long time before, really the, the world was talking about it. Uh, and we've put a lot of guardrails and uh, controls on our technology so that people can't misuse it. You know, you can't upload pictures of famous people. You couldn't upload a picture of, you know, I don't know, Taylor Swift or, you know, a politician. You can't put text in which is, you know, abusive or, you know, uh, contains curse words uh, or is, you know, um, uh, you know, otherwise offensive. So you know we've protected our technology quite a lot from misuse we work with really uh, you know big industry people in this space are on our advisory board to help us uh, navigate this kind of responsible use of ai and we also spend do quite a lot of our time we do kind of pro bono projects like for positive social impact so we've worked with organizations that help raise raise the awareness around hiv that help uh, your women who are at risk of domestic violence by their partners. And then, I mean, prob probably the one we're proudest of is, I mean, we didn't even come up with it, but we were contacted by uh, one of our users who has uh, ALS. They have muscular dystrophy and they can't talk. But they were able, by using our technology, to take an image, uh, as we just talked, one, two, three, take an image, put some text in, press a button, um, and now they're publishing regularly on TikTok mm -hmm. because they, they now we've kind of literally given a voice to people who are previously voiceless so we think that we're you know we, we do well by doing good and, and by making sure that you know we uphold the highest ethical standards and I think that's really important for people to know that because you know the, we lead this space and lead it in the right direction well let me say this I'm so very very happy to hear you say that because one of the biggest issues being discussed right now is our people who have malicious intent and particularly yeah. with our presidential election coming up uh, folks are very yeah, very nervous really. about how uh, how some folks might intend to use that for uh, uh, for the wrong wrong reasons so yeah. let me say thank uh, you sorry. for for the position that uh, the DID is taking on, on that one I, I certainly appreciate that We've really invested a lot of time and energy into it because it's so important. Well, Matt, let me say, first of all, thank you so very, very much. I mean, this has been, uh, again, a, a, an additional learning experience for, for me because I'm a beginner at this. But I uh, certainly, when I looked at your site and see what it can do, I mean, I'm, I'm already a user, as I said, because I use it to promote individual episodes of the podcast and, and the podcast generally. And uh, the feedback I'm getting is that, Folks really, really do like what they're seeing. So I applaud you and DID for uh, doing this work, and I'm sure there are, there are others out there doing it as well. So let me say thank you very, very much for being a guest on the Public Relations Review podcast. Thank you very much. It's great, great to have uh, talked to you today. Okay. 
And to my listeners, I hope that this has been uh, an important uh, eye-opener for you and that you'll give it a try. DID, at, uh, actually, uh, it was D-ID, uh, Creative uh, Reality Studios, and give it a go. I think that you'll be very, very impressed with uh, what you see. And, of course, uh, we'd also like uh, to get a review from you on our program today. And I invite you to join us for the next edition of the Public Relations Review Podcast. Thank you. This podcast is produced by Communication Strategies, an award-winning public relations and public affairs firm headquartered in Nashville, Tennessee. Thank you for joining us. Hi, this is Peter Woolfolk speaking. Now, first of all, thank you so very much for listening to the podcast. Now, I am very excited to let you know that the podcast is now available on Amazon Alexa. You know the drill. Simply say, Alexa, play Public Relations Review Podcast, and she'll take it from there. And again, thank you for listening. And if you enjoy the program, please become a subscriber. Now, on to the podcast.